0: Shalom le Yehudim, shalom le Bnei Noach, shalom le Goyim. It's the evening of the fourth day. Erev Beis, Bu Rosh Chodesh Adar, Aleph. Parashat Tohum, Ta'asim Pei Beis, five, seven, eight, two. The evening of the third day, Tuesday, one February two thousand twenty-two. You're listening to the program, program, podcasting on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the land that anti-Jews cannot speak the truth about. In this edition, we take up the rising tide of Jew-hatred, unfortunately referred to as anti-Semitism, and that word was a lie the moment it was invented in the 19th century. As Jew-hatred has always been a cesspool of lies, we will reference the latest product of Amnesty International that began that organization as a fight against torture and dictatorial regimes that uh, over time was hijacked by anti-Jews who have turned it into another cesspool of Jew-hatred. Uh, in this hatred of the, in their hatred of the free and independent tiny state of the Jews. Over the last decade, we have learned of, for example, the horrendous persecution of the Yazidi community in Old Mesopotamia by the satanic Muslims who are constitutionally incapable of allowing other people their religion. Muslims are the most t- intolerant people, faith community in the world, though today's woke in the West are catching up uh, in this regard in their persecution of people who disagree with them over uh, just about everything. We will also take up a top story yesterday of American comedian Whoopi Goldberg exhibiting no understanding of the Holocaust, uh, not maliciously so, and not only her but her co-panelists on her television show, which behavior I see is another instance of humanity's inability to confront you hatred h- head-on. We see this all over the place, even in Israel, among the left, Consider our uneducated provincial foreign minister, Lapide, who thinks anti-Semitism is one of many kinds of similar hatreds, nothing special about it. Uh, what I found interesting in the Whoopi Goldberg story was the similarity among all of her lady friends, disagreeing perhaps, but not one of them facing head-on the most lethal hatred in the world. All of them wanted to assert it into a list of other dislikes. Not one of them was capable of facing the oldest hatred in the world in isolation for itself. And we'll get started after the following message or messages from IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Hello, I am Walter Bingham. If you want to hear the news behind the news and the true perspective on world affairs, then the Walter Bingham File is the program for you. We bring you interviews with the movers and shakers, political commentaries and on-the-spot reports of events as they happen, all here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Israel time, 9 a.m. Eastern time. And it's all archived on our website. Make it a date. Shalom le'udim, Shalom Lebdei Noach, Shalom goyim. It's the evening of the fourth day. Erev Beis, Chodesh Adar Aleph, Parashat Tashin Pebes, 5782, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, 2 February 2022. You're listening to The Program Program, podcasting on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the land that people can't speak the truth about. At the risk of being misunderstood, uh, there's something about anti-Semitism that makes yours truly smile. It is evidence of the cosmic truth and power of the very idea of the Jews and the God of Israel, the God that has sustained the world's only immortal people so far, who uh, not only uh, just survived, but suffered satanic cruelty in every generation at the hands of non-Jews, whose brains, when thinking about Jews, enter an alternate mode of cognition in which the Jews are misperceived to be committing satanic cruelty against others. Uh, Today, the uh, allegedly indigenous, archaic, ancient Palestinians, this generation's number one victim of the evil Jews. Every generation, people hate and persecute us, and always because they believe we are evil people committing evil deeds. This is the power of Judaism the religion that has sustained itself as no other since the age of the pyramids, besides giving birth to a Christian civilization and Muslim culture. Around the world, in the Far East, in Indonesia, there are men named Ibrahim, Yakub Isak, and they're not named Patrick and Gerald or Nigel, Pierre or Baris. The reach of Jewishness has been global. The talk of the town, so to speak, in the global village, foreseen by the brilliant Marshall McLuhan online, uh, at leastwise the online Jewish village. Uh, there's a new report uh, out by Amnesty International, which in its earth early years was a noble NGO. That was decades ago. Since then, it's been kidnapped by anti-Jews. This new report apparently contains absolutely nothing new in Amnesty's decades-old anti-Semitic crusade against Israel which is classically, truly anti-Semitic, because that is always expressed by lies, delusions, myths, and legends. This report accuses Israel of apartheid and, quote, institutionalizing systemic discrimination against Palestinians, close quote. Those are two humongous lies. Apartheid was the Afrikaans' word for the legal administration of a country of its inhabitants, according to the color of their skin. Israel has no such laws. This is plainly, blatantly a lie, which exposes the character of the entire enterprise uh, at amnesty as a stinking exercise in Jew hatred. Lie number two here is referring to Palestinians, when in truth, there's nothing Palestinian about people today who call themselves Palestinians and are called Palestinians by others. More... Quirky evidence is the oddity of the fact that in the Planetary Council of Nations, a.k.a. the United Nations, with its 193 member states, the most talked about problem in the world is the absence of a state for the Palestinians that the Jews won't let them have. And what I find odd, really cosmically odd, is that in truth there's nothing Palestinian about these people that everybody calls Palestinians. How weird. These so-called Palestinians, they have no Palestinian language. They have no no unique religion or religious sect connected to Palestine. There's no mention of Palestine in the Quran. No record of this people ever having an army uh, that fought against other armies. Uh, No building in Palestine was ever built before the 20th century by any people calling themselves Palestinians and being called that by others. No record of any Palestinian government. Palestinian coinage, Palestinian postage stamps. And I find this global behavior simply amazing. The phenomenon of anti-Semitism is more evidence of the enormous power of Jewishness to affect people's thoughts and feelings. But even Israel turns away from this truth. The uh, common wisdom fixes anti-Semitism as being thousands of years old, which is simply impossible. Since the word, the term, anti-Semitism, did not arise until the 19th century, whatever happened before then was not anti-Semitism. What did exist before then in Christendom and Islam was religious hatred of the Jews, who, uh, for Christians, were an entire people guilty of murdering one Jewish man who also happened to be uh, their Messiah and also happened to be the creator of the universe. For Muslims, the Quran is clear. Uh, in a verse that a believer's worst enemy is the Jew, and the enemies of believers, the the worst of the infidels are Al Yehud, the Jews, which sentiment exists, ladies and gentlemen, to this very day, and that you can follow on Palestinian Media Watch or Memory.org. Those websites they translate uh, the Arab and Muslim media, which uh, transport you back in time to the dark ages in the sermons delivered by their holy men, wearing the same clothes today, worn by their forebears a thousand years ago, who deliver sermons smearing Jews with pure evil. What brought on the invention of the term, the concept of anti-Semitism, was the Enlightenment, which is a bit of an euphemism for the loss of faith in Christianity in Europe, a process taking centuries. Isaac Newton who passed away in 1727, was no believing Christian. He he taught science at Cambridge, which was his livelihood, but his real passion was learning Hebrew and studying the Jewish Bible in the original. He did not believe in the Trinity and had to get a special waiver from the king to teach at Cambridge, where in those days every professor was an ordained minister in the Church of England. Modern universities evolved from the medieval monasteries And in graduation ceremonies to this day, the practice survives of wearing cap and gown, the headgear and robe of a medieval Catholic priest. A generation later, in France, there was Voltaire, who likewise dismissed Christianity. He died in 1770. A decade later, Thomas Jefferson published his own version of the New Testament, with all the miracles deleted. For him, Jesus was a teacher of ethics, but he was not divine. In the middle of the 19th century, Charles Darwin was used to challenge the truth of the Jewish Bible. And Karl Marx, at the same time, sneered at Judaism as the worst religion of all. They're all bad, but particularly Judaism for giving birth to Christianity and Islam. And it was in this period, after a generation of the Jews uh, enjoying citizenship in Europe and mingling in European society as never before, And excelling in that society, Uh, it was becoming clear that the emancipation had failed to eradicate hatred of the Jews. Now, because of this, without the deicide charge, anti-Jews were at a loss. You could no longer hate them for killing Jesus because you, you yourself no longer believed in him. So what world anti jewry had to do was come up with a new way of hatred. The 19th century also saw the climactic heyday of European colonialism Meaning spanning the globe, where such as Darwin encountered all kinds of peoples, different uh, physical differences between the peoples. Uh, in this period as well, philologists were categorizing languages and language groups, such as the the Romance languages, uh, Italian, Spanish, French, etc., Romanian, and as for Hebrew and associated cognate languages, Akkadian, Aramaic, Ugaritic, etc. Uh, chosen for the name of this group was after the name after Shem, one of the three sons of Noah in the Bible, from whom Avraham descended. Initially, the term was therefore for the philologists Shemitic languages, with the H that fell away over time. Hebrew and its uh, stepchildren were labeled the Semitic languages, which word was then filched out of its context by anti-Jews who imagined there had been in history a people called Semites. Never happened. Guaranteed no Jew in history traveling in a foreign land uh, of may, what may, may, be, may have been surprised to cross paths with a stranger who turned out to be a fellow Jew and neither said to the other, are you a Semite? I'm a Semite too. Never happened. The term anti-Semitism began as the way of hating Jews without religion. It was redefined an ethnologic conflict. People hated Jews uh, because uh, they were so different. They came from Asia. They were Asiatics and as alien in Europe as black Africans. What World anti jewry did was to rebrand the Jewish nation as a race, which is a biological, <clears throat> anatomical condition. And in the 19th century, it became fashionable to refer to the Jewish race. In Christendom's heyday, the Jews had been a people scattered to the four winds as punishment for their cosmic crime of, in the vernacular, killing God. And when God was no longer in fashion, you could no longer revile the Jews for that heinous crime, religious crime. What you do is you rebrand the Jews, Erase. And after some music, we will apply the foregoing to the talk of the Jewish town the uh, on the internet today. The words of comedian Whoopi Goldberg, denying the Holocaust, was about race
1: cool.
2: Everyone, this is Andrea Simento from Jerusalem inviting you to drop everything and join me on my show, Pull Up a Chair. We'll visit this week's Quirky Stories, meet fabulous guests, and discover my Israel. Together we'll laugh, shout, and explain the topics that make us say, Hey, we've got to talk about that. So get comfortable and pull up a chair with me, Andrea Simento, every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio.
0: Yeah, yesterday the uh, comedian Whoopi Goldberg on her daily TV GabFest show with other women insisted the Holocaust was not about race, but man's inhumanity to man. And there we have it again, the endless turning away from the truth of Jew hatred, from the particular and specific Jewishness of the horror, to the universal and the general, when the Holocaust was not about man's inhumanity to man, but man's inhumanity to Jews. TV news lady there as well, Anna Navarro, she piped up uh, with another universalist distraction. The Holocaust, she said, was about white supremacy, going after Jews and gypsies and Roma. She too can't just stick with the Jews. Goldberg said of Jews and Nazis, they're both groups of white people. Uh, Joy Bihar correctly said the Nazis saw Jews as a different race when the truth is that Jews have never been a race. There's not one word in the Torah about membership in the Jewish nation conditioned on physical appearance. The Jews scattered around the world uh, for more than 2,000 years, and in that time, non-Jews converted and joined the people. And so that's today, Israel's arguably the most racially mixed nation on the planet. This uh, country came to life again, thanks to Jews coming from like 130 other countries. And we look at, well, we're all skin colors, all hair textures. We marry one another. Jew hatred is so powerful, it pops fuses in people's brains and has them sing in Israel the king of racist societies, when the truth is just the opposite. Calling Israel an apartheid society is functionally delusional, as amnesty is doing, and not for the first time. So, as a word, anti-Semitism, as a concept, emerged when the old way, the religious way, became obsolete in its stead arose a crackpot pseudo-academic, pseudo-ethnologic, pseudo-scientific way of hating Jews. No more were we Christ-killers. We were transformed into an inferior race. In this way, anti-Semitism was a profoundly dishonest word the moment it was invented, as a stupid, and a stupid word. It's, It's so stupid when you think about it, For there there to be such a phenomenon as anti-Semitism, first there has to be the phenomenon of Semitism. Well, that too is a delusion. There there never was such a thing. And since so many anti-Semites believed Jewish identity was a biological condition, uh, it could not be defined as an ism. Isms are man-made matrices of related ideas, ideologies, when there never was such an ism as Semitism. No, people hate Jews today because people have always hated Jews. What mutates from generation to generation, country to country, is the the narrative that people come up with to justify the hatred. So uh, the Holocaust had nothing to do with white supremacy. Where this woman gets that term, I don't know, except she's a liberal for them. Everybody who is opposed to them is a racist. It had nothing to do with race and everything to do with Jews as we have existed longer than any other people on earth, which discomforts many because it leads to thinking there may be some truth to the Jewish religion and a God who watches over them and wants all people to do good and not evil, when evil so often is so much fun, so much pleasure. The Amnesty Report bears the title, quote, Israel's Apartheid Against Palestinians, colon, Cruel System of Domination. And crime against humanity, close quote. and who would commit a crime against humanity if not the principal enemy of humanity in the world, the evil Jews, in a word, this amnesty report is right out of the Catholic Church in the Middle Ages, where every parish pr- parish priest was ordered by his superiors on Good Friday to preach a sermon entitled "The Perfidy of the Jews." This is the same spirit in modern dress. Some theater companies play Shakespeare in modern dress. This is medieval Jew hatred in modern dress. The president of the Israeli NGO, Monitor, Gerald Steinberg, professor at Bar-Ilan, said, Amnesty for 20 years, quote, has been a leader in NGO campaigns to demonize Israel. Yeah, Jews as demons, agents of Satan who in this generation are guilty of stealing Palestine from its indigenous, legitimate ancient landlords and oppressing them and embittering their lives. But strangely, uh, these people who are free to leave this Jewish hell on earth never do. And there's no shortage of Arab Muslims who want to live here, who want citizenship. Uh, They want a better life. The Arabs here are not comatose and they watch the news on TV like everybody else and know uh, what life has become in Syria, what where hundreds of their brethren, hundreds of thousands, have been murdered by other brethren. They know of hundreds of thousands more who have been killed in Yemen these last seven years. Uh, they are not uninformed. And the news also contained the information that next month there will be another report, this one from the UN Special Rapporteur, Michael Link, a Canadian, a longtime Jew hater. He's an academic and author of a book entitled, quote, Protecting Human Rights in Occupied Palestine, colon, Working Through the United Nations, close quote. <laughs> it's simply impossible to imagine the UN ever appointing a special rapporteur who is pro-Israel and even a Jew. How's that for a messianic thought? Someday the Goyim, the nations of the world, will... Appoint not an anti-Jew to report on Israel's criminality, but a pro-Jew who will speak the truth and report on the thousands of Jews murdered and lamed for life by these Jew-hating Muslim barbarians. The good news, the surprising news, is the emerging ability, I think, of official Israel finally to see and accept that the hostility in the UN and the world is the same old, same old, age-old hostility. Gerald Steinberg said the Amnesty Report basically denies Israel the right to live, and it's a fair bet Michael Link will produce his own anti-Semitic poison, and not for the first time. Uh, Israel's foreign ministry spokesman, Lior Hayat, reported that, quote, amnesty never contacted us to ask our opinion on any information in the report. This shows the true goal of amnesty. This is a purely anti-Semitic report. It will pour more oil on the fire of anti-Semitism taking place in the streets of Europe and America. The report denies the state of Israel's right to exist as the nation state of the Jewish people. Its extreme language and distortion of historical context were designed to demonize Israel. There's that word again, demonize. This seeing in Jews demons and devils is right out of the middle. No, out of the dark ages. And at its core is the drive to exterminate the Jews who have no right to exist as a nation-state living in peace and tranquility in its ancient homeland, that prospect discomforts world anti-Jewry, for it fulfills a biblical prophecy and in doing so confirms the truth of the God of the Jews. And this is a way, as I said at the beginning, there's something about anti-Semitism that makes us truly smile as a confirmation of Gentiles taking our belief very seriously. The hostility to this tiny people living peacefully and prosperously reflects a truly irrational, dishonest spirit. The opposition or the obsession in the UN with Israel in these numerous NGOs, writing reports on the satanically cruel cruelty the Jews inflict on the Palestinians, this calls to mind what the Jews did to Jesus. The Muslims are masters in 56 independent, officially Islamic states. 21 of these are also officially Arab states, but for the Jewish people to have their own state, that's because they're racist and don't want to live with others. It's their greedy desire to have their own little state. They are cliquish and clannish, and they're taught to hate all non-Jews, evidenced by their racist abuse of the age-old Palestinians, close quote. Antisemitism is a fantasy of Jewish evil, that never ever has been based on truth. As Christians believe Jesus could die for your sins, a wholly non-Jewish idea, so the Jews in anti-Semitic minds, uh, we are the most sinful people on the planet, evidenced by our behavior. I think it it was last Shabbos already in Orlando, Florida, a gang of truly juvenile men, dressed in black leather, with chains, sporting Nazi symbols. They rallied to rail against the Jews who, they said, murder little girls and suck out their blood or something. And yours truly awaits the day the government of Israel tells the world that uh, this is in the same class as the lunacy, the lie that there was a Palestinian people here whose country we we Jews stole from them. That never happened.
2: I'll take shalom
0: i'm leah haroni join me on my show news from the torah Each Sunday,
2: we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to News from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process.
0: News from the Torah, every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. So, uh, anti-Semitism is a lie, a camouflage word that emerged when the old deicide accusation lost power in post-Christian Europe. Islamophobia, likewise, is a dishonest camouflage word when invented. The word phobia is Greek and was chosen by Sigmund Freud to label baseless fears so that Islamophobia wants to say fear of Islam is baseless. Yeah, sure. Only someone living in a cave these last 50 years who didn't read the newspapers uh, is entitled to think that not a normal person, who has kept up with the news of the horrors perpetrated by Islam as, in their eyes, religiously virtuous deeds like 9-11, the greatest anti-Semitic act of terror since World War II. Osama bin Laden, a year after his eruption of hell on earth, explained that America is at war with Islam, which includes its support for Israel, and that's why he did it. Yesterday, I also was uh, browsing through a report on the teacher's guides in use in the Palestinian Authority schools, a report prepared as a study by a serious expert, Professor Arnon Goyce from the Jerusalem Think Tank Center for Near East Policy Research uh, that made me realize I had yet to fathom the lowest level of Islamic hatred. These teacher's guides are, in line after line, hundreds of times they suggest in their lesson plans and exercises for the children and the uh, content they teach, every line is drenched in Jew hatred. Every line of instruction or alleged historical information spits out this obsession with Jews as evil doers, the worst in the world. For example, one homework assignment might be, uh, quote, write up how your grandfather had a nice little home in a Palestinian village when the Zionist's Invaded, murdered everybody, and destroyed the village. The report This report had me slack-jawed at the line after line of instructions to teachers in their classrooms, uh, obsessed with Jew bashing, and of course containing their fantasy of being the indigenous ancient Palestinian nation whose entire country they stole from them. Pupils are encouraged to act out sketches like in a drama class in which Zionist gangs attack. Every instruction, every fact is steeped in hatred of this people. Not only as those who stole Palestine from the Palestinians, but like Nazis, the Jews are evil toward all people in the world. Here's another homework assignment quote. Write uh, the details of the false Zionist narrative. Mention the reasons for the Zionist war against Palestinian memory. The false Zionist narrative is based on the falsification of history and the violation of geography with its tourism sites and holy places, close quote. Yeah, I, I had reached, I thought I had reached rock bottom in my confrontation with the Arab mind, apparently not. These people are infected with some kind of chronic, congenital even, spiritual virus that blocks any honest relationship to truth. These people in their hundreds of millions are as crazy in their heads when it comes to Jews as the Germans were in their Nazi phase. The Germans were positively seized with hatred for the Jews with no basis in truth and fact, none whatsoever. World War II resulted in the death not only of the 6 million, but another 54 million people. Uh, And the CCC plague we are still suffering from has so far murdered far fewer. And make no mistake, Jew hatred like that is as powerful as any pandemic when it comes to death and suffering. The Holocaust was the product of delusions, fantasies, lies, myths that swept up many victims among those with birth defects and gypsies and sodomites, but they were ancillary. Its true core was the pursuit of Jews, which should never be universalized as man's inhumanity to man, or something misdefined as racism. The Europeans redefined the chosen people as a race, not a nation, whose constitution, uh, Jews believe, was dictated by the creator of the universe. In 1975, the UN General Assembly defined Zionism as, quote, a form of racism and racist discrimination, which hostility continues. And today's uh, use of the term apartheid to smear the Jews as guilty of the same crime. But what's really going on in this hatred of the Jewish nation is hatred for being special. The immortal nation, which gives anti-Jews great discomfort for our survival against all odds in history, a history of many nations being born and dying and disappearing, except the Jewish nation, is that fear of God. The anti-Semite has his verbal paintbrush to smear Jews with being greedy, pushy, hateful of others, obsessed with money. But our greatest crime, quote, quote, unquote, is perpetuating the existence of this people, unique on earth, a people that believes its constitution came from the mouth of the Almighty. And judging by the ability of the Torah to sustain this people over thousands of years, That seems to be true. I know one pillar of my faith in the Jewish religion is the inhuman, in the best sense, excellence of the text in the five books. they are too good to be the handiwork of the human mind. The divine genius shines through every verse with its truth, its literary brilliance, scientific knowledge, human and animal anatomy, psychological understanding of the human animal, This is why Christians claim the Jewish Bible is theirs too, which cannot be true. Ours is written in Hebrew. Theirs is written in the language of one of the Jewish people's mortal enemies, the Greeks. Christians believe the Ten Commandments are theirs too, which is a contradiction of the first of them, in which God introduces himself as the one who took this people out of slavery and no other people. Non-Jews gave a name to their translated and misinterpreted version of our Bible that they call the Old Testament, which is not our name for our book. Commonly when a book is translated, the translator respects the author's choice of title, War and Peace in Russian, by Mir. In in Spanish, it's uh, Guerra y Paz. In French, it's Guerre et Paix. And the expression of Old Testament is no translation because there's nothing old about our book. It was true 3,000 years ago and remains as true today. Nothing old about it at all. An Old Testament likewise displays chapter breaks that are not Jewish and therefore produce a corrupted understanding of what's being written. Uh, Books not in the Jewish canon have been inserted. The order of the books has been rearranged. There are countless... Innocent uh, mistranslations and also willful mistranslations to make a word or passage seem to prophesy the advent of Christianity. The cliché that Jerusalem is holy to the three Abrahamic, Semitic, monotheistic religions is, is just that. It's a cliché with no truth to it. And this is just more of the hunger by others for a piece of the Jewish identity. And never mind Islam is not Abrahamic. Abraham himself expelled Ishmael because he was not Abrahamic. And Christianity is not monotheistic, and so we should not be overly surprised that the resurgence of old-fashioned Jew hatred in modern dress is uh, plaguing us these days. Okay, that's it for this edition of Phantom Nation, generously sponsored by Floridians for the safety and security of Israel Institute that has generously agreed to extend this podcast for another few weeks. Uh, The music you heard... Was uh, you'll see Azulai doing Hatikva, the Israeli national anthem, and then you heard uh, Hillel Goldberg doing verse 4 from the Psalm 27, and we will conclude as usual with Yosef Karduner. For those who want the full story of how the Muslims invented the Palestinians and the Israeli left, the Jewish left, by my book, Phantom Nation. In hardcover or Amazon Kindle, it's long, but many say once you start reading, it's hard to put down because it is the best, most truthful and insightful book ever on the war against Israel. And there are three other podcasts like this one each week, available via subscription at www.phantom-nation.com. So, Laila uh, tow from the OJT, the occupied Jewish territories occupied by the most anti-Semitic and homicidal people in the world, The Muslims.
1: تدوديمته اورركل لما لتا ماشر زوئل لاود توف خابو قول لاسب زورا نيداح Shehula, Asherihayomgeula, Behei <tries> rat ye veula, Behei mabani smeha. I'm ne little a little bit a little bit of a a a
0: If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page and don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on
2: Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight Talk from
0: Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
2: Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Oscar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Wow Okay, yes, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Adumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Duff
0: from Malayadamine,
2: and I'm 12.
0: I wish Israel News Talk
1: Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom!
2: You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
0: News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.